B-Pod Studios. Comic books, video games, anime, sci-fi. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. Come on, man. You know I only surf Transformer sites when there's girls around so they can see how cool I am. Nerd Radio starts now. Welcome, everyone, to this week's Nerd Radio. Wherever you get in your podcast, as part of the B-Pod Studios Network and all over your social media at Nerd Radio 101. I am your host, Chuck Bean, joined by my compatriots, my co-hosts, my buddies, Al Beck. I'm here. And James. I've never been someone's co-patriot before. I know. Congrats. Sounds like there's a lot of... uh, responsibilities that go along with that like you know the best man at your wedding like mm-hmm. what do i have to do as your co-patriot as a compatriot yeah or compatriot um, yeah yeah, yeah. whatever I, the word is i've never I, heard it before i it, I, I think it's something like hamilton era that might be where i picked it up oh you're watching disney plus oh huh? yeah no i watched hamilton come I, on sing I, us I, your mm. favorite song from hamilton oh no i love the king george guy that's a uh, pretty good. It probably sounds much better on Disney Plus, though. It sounds it probably, way better yeah. on Disney Plus. Absolutely. It's weird that you you hit, put me on the spot and said, "Sing your favorite Hamilton song," and that didn't immediately pop in my head because it's been in my head for like a month now. Really? Well, I'll be honest. I don't think there's any other person in the world I would say, "Sing me your favorite Hamilton song too." So, well, I appreciate that I'm the one. Yeah, yeah. now it's I feel a special like, place in my heart. I feel like I did homework and and it, I was rewarded for yeah, it. Yeah, you paid off. That's awesome. Like giving the dog a treat when it goes potty outside. Yeah. <laughs> You guys want me to leave you alone or something? It's just a love. Fest Al, you sing me Al. your favorite song from Hamilton. Then I, I haven't. I haven't watched Hamilton. Okay, sing me your favorite song from Mash. <laughs> <laughs> Through early morning fog, I see. He knows the words. I didn't realize we're painless. so musically talented. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> if we sound better than we have for the past three months, it's because we are actually officially back in the Checkpoint XP studio. Am I meant to take that personally? I've been the audio engineer over the last several months. No. No, I no, think your it's... audio and Chuck's audio sounded fine, but mine sounded like I was talking to you through a, a butthole that was trapped inside of a tin can. If, oh, no. Yeah, Not a ki- tin can yeah, butthole. If, another one of those tin can butthole mics. If anyone should take offense, it's Craig. Yeah, creepy Craig. Who's been been recording us the last couple of months. He should be he should be taking Creepy Craig's been recording us. Dude, your conversation off mic last week, which people can check out on your social media James. Makes so much more sense now. Creepy Craig's been recording us. And now he's unemployed. Suck that suck on that, creepy Craig. I'm sure there's plenty of. I know for a fact there's. I have at least two other podcasts where Craig is still our our recorder. He's unemployed by us. Yeah. For now. For now. (laughs) One of the first robots <laughs> we'll to get see. unemployment. We I will bet, see. I bet Craig got paid more than we did to uh, continue doing the show. Well, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> probably did. Or about the same if it's freeware. Yeah. All right. Well, we are here to talk about all things nerd. Everything, whether it's comic book, video games, uh, pro wrestling, whatever, whatever it is. If it's something that we are interested in, we are here to rant and rave about it and either tell you that we love it or we hate it. So uh, let's start. I do a lot of hating on this podcast, I think. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, that's your that's your role on the podcast. The hater. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> the old timey curmudgeon. Right. Uh, who said that? Yeah. <laughs> I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> so let's start with uh, let's start with the pro wrestling. This weekend was WWE's Extreme Rules. James, I'm assuming you were watching. I was. Yes, I was half acidly watching this time yeah. around. It wasn't uh, a lot that I was super stoked. About watching and the stuff that I was stoked about just really left me with a bad taste in my mouth. Well, that's kind of why I wanted to bring it up, because this year they called it the horror show at Extreme Rules when they probably should have called it the shit uh, show yeah. at Extreme Rules. It was uh, two and a half hours of my life that I can never have back. Obviously, wrestling, like a lot of things since COVID has changed, they've been we talked about it, I think, on this show, how they've been doing the, the empty arena matches. Now they've moved it to some of the developmental talent is the crowd. Yeah, they got some randos in the crowd. Yeah, and they've got like the hockey glass up. For, yeah. for everything uh but they've also been doing these like uh matches where they'll film it film it cinematically so then they did a ma- the match with the undertaker at WrestleMania, yeah, the which was amazing yeah uh, but they, well done. It, it's been a very much diminishing returns every every month when they've decided to do more of these matches each one is a little bit dumber than the last mm-hmm. um the only thing I was super pumped about was the cinematic match, which finished out the show, which was going to be Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman. Yeah, I was excited to see what they're going to do with that uh, as well, because I really didn't think of it in the terms of what you thought about that type of match when it was Bray Wyatt versus John Cena. 
Right. And you loved it. And I was like, that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Sure. But then once you put your spin on it, I found like a bit more of a newfound respect. So I was trying to look at it through your eyes. Sure. I was looking really forward to it. And I was like, what the? I, I give up. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. But the Boneyard match is one thing. It was fine. It, Boneyard was great, man. So maybe my issue is the cinematic matches and Bray Wyatt or Bray Wyatt slash The Fiend. Right. Like, is he a Freddy Krueger? Like he's some Bray some Wyatt, kind of entity that haunts your dreams. Uh, Amy, you know, Amy brought this up to me when I told her about how they were doing this. Because Bray Wyatt has gone through for for those of you who don't watch wrestling and don't which know is who me we're talking about and Al um, Bray Wyatt has gone through this progression where he started out as this like swamp wizard slash cult leader, and then has metamorphed into uh, a split personality where. He will do these segments like he's on a children's show, like he's Mr. Rogers, and he's wearing a sweater vest, and he's got his dreads all tied up in the back, and he smiles a lot, and he talks to the kids, and he waves, and, and, he waves, and it's Hi, really guys. funny. But then he has this alter ego called The Fiend, which looks like, you remember when the Joker got his face tore off in the comics yes. a couple years ago? Yeah. He's got a mask that looks like that. Okay, and he and he's got a really creepy entrance, and yeah, I think you've told me about the fiend. He's yeah. kind of like the next phenom, the next Undertaker, right? Yeah, yeah he's like the same... next big creepy dude. Yeah. Um. Well, he has uh now for this particular match morphed back into his swamp wizard cult leader character, so that he could fight Bray Wyatt in a swamp. Braun Strowman, or I'm sorry, fight Braun Strowman in a swamp because Braun Strowman used to be part of his cult. Well, that changes yeah. everything for me, though. <laughs> He's like, like Bronx. Right? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. He, <laughs> he could be fighting Cookie Monster. Yeah, right. For all I know. But uh, Amy's the one that pointed it out. He must be a huge McFoley fan. Yeah, because he's got the, he's, the three characters. He, yeah, yeah, he's got these, char- these characters now that he can switch between. Yeah. And he, I think he pulls the characters off well. Like he, yeah. I mean, he's good at being each character. But I just feel like the WWE doesn't really use him. No, it's in like an they don't. Way. They don't know exactly how to. The one thing I was hoping for, which did happen at the end of it, was the the Friday the Thirteenth ending, where you think everything is fine, and then the monster comes out and grabs the girl out of the boat. Yeah, yeah. and that's what like Braun was climbing out of the water and was like, oh, I made it, and then the fiend comes the up fiend. and like and grabs him and pulls him back in the water, and that was how it ended. So as far as we know, Braun Strowman drowned in a swamp at the end of Extreme Rules Sunday. Hmm. I wonder what swamp. I want to go find that universal title. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. that's worth some money. <laughs> I will say I do enjoy when you've got a wrestler who has multiple personalities like that. Because I feel like at that point, WWE is actually stepping outside of themselves and having fun with the fact that it's sports entertainment. Yeah. yeah. You know, because, I mean, they they embrace the fact that they're the ones who coined the phrase sports entertainment, that mm-hmm. it is predetermined and yada, yada, yada. But I feel like when uh, I was watching back when you know, Mick Foley had the three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, characters and there were yes cactus jack Mm -hmm. and of course mankind and it was kind of like yeah it's the same guy like they didn't even try to hide it and i remember there was a royal rumble that Mick Foley was in three times as each character. Oh, that's right. I totally just forgot about that. Yeah. Dude Love came out, and then like ten yeah. numbers later, yeah. Mankind came out. And it's like at that point, it's like, yeah, it's not a competition. Like, we know who's going to win this yeah, thing. It's, like, it's we, let, we let this guy play three times. That's yeah. fun. That's one of the things that I find the most fun about the Royal Rumbles when uh, somebody comes out. You're like, yeah, that guy's not winning. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, sometimes I get pissed, especially when it's near the, the back 30, yeah. when it's like, our truth He's never going to win a Royal yeah. Rumble. Why is he number 29? Yeah. Well, I love when when a guy comes running in and just gets thrown right over the rope. Immediately, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were yeah. in the ring for three yeah. seconds. Yeah. I think that happened to, was it uh, Grandmaster Sexay or Scotty Duhati, one of those? I think R. they R. were one of those, yeah, one of those guys. Uh, I, I know that it happened to Santino Morella. Okay. He has the shortest. They bring it up every year. He has like a three seconds in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Dude, I would I love to be in the ring and get guy. clotheslined right out. And he's like, <laughs> Wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> the one I can never forget, though, is uh, I, I just uh, talked to somebody on social media about it yesterday. The first pay per view that I started watching wrestling again was the Royal Rumble in the year 2000, and they still had Kai and Tai, Taka Michinoku, oh, yeah, yeah. and, and uh, Funaki. And ta- ta- they came into the Royal Rumble three times, like Mick Foley. They, and the second two times, they weren't actually in it. They just oh, like I do remember that the one, buzzer though. would go off and they would come out from under the ring and jump back in and yeah. then immediately get thrown out. But Taka got thrown out and landed on his face Oof. on the floor and Oof. had to get carried out. And it was whew, it was a bad landing. It oh, was wait 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 wait. Oh no! It was a lot like that. <laughs> Look at that the drop. A lot like that. Ah, uh, but yes. the other 
horror show element to Extreme Rules was Rey Mysterio was fighting Seth Rollins in a match called an eye for an eye match. Okay. So to give you a little backstory, about a month ago, Seth Rollins lost his marbles during a match and grabbed Rey Mysterio and drove his face into the point on the steel ring steps. Now, Seth Rollins is the wrestler that the action figure I have in my office downstairs is on the speaker. Yeah, that's what yeah. Seth Rollins looks like. Yeah, okay. he's got the beard a... and the long hair. Yeah. Gotcha. He looks a bit. He, we, we've called him CrossFit Jesus forever because he's, he loves CrossFit. <laughs> Perfect. And he looks like Jesus, so he's CrossFit Jesus. Yeah. Well, he he went crazy and he drove Rey Mysterio's face into the point of the thing, and they've played this angle for the last month or so where Rey Mysterio has lost sight in the one eye. So now he's got like a little black uh, covering over that part of his mask. To, you know, like sure. an eye patch. Yeah, All the Luther yeah. masks he put on, puts on, there's like a like a black like webbing over that eyeball. Gotcha. Yeah. So Rey Mysterio came back a couple weeks ago and challenged Seth Rollins in an eye-for-an-eye eye match where the only way to win is to extract your opponent's eye from their skull. Okay. <laughs> yep. Because sports entertainment. Yes. And on Sunday, uh, he lost that match. We were... Uh, leading into this match because Ray Mysterio lost. Ray Mysterio lost. Just, is he without any eyes now? Well, is he completely blind? He's. He, let me get there. <laughs> oh my god! So we were speculating going into this match that because they've done these cinematic matches that they may even use CGI on this eye for an eye match sure. to to really pretty it up and make it look like somebody really lost an eye. Because come on now. People aren't going to really – people sacrifice a lot on their bodies for professional wrestling. But if you told a wrestler, look, you're going to have to be blind in one eye for the rest of your life, I think they would draw the line. I think right, I'm going to yeah. go to AEW. Yeah. 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 So, unless, unless they got Shia LaBeouf in there as a Oh, yeah. He would do it. He would do it. <laughs> take, take the eye. Do it! <laughs> right. yeah. Take the eye. What are you waiting for? Didn't he just, do it! Didn't he just tattoo like his entire upper yeah, body for, for yeah. something that's going on? Yeah, like he got a right legit now? huge tattoo for a movie role. So that, really that's why bad. I brought him up. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a really so bad I, tattoo. Yeah, I think he would. So uh, history repeated itself at the end of this match, and Seth Rollins was driving Rey Mysterio's face into the steel steps. There was no blood. However, I would uh, think an eye extraction would be rather bloody. Yes. That's what you would imagine. Yeah, but uh, I'm no doctor. But Ray Ray was after after I don't know like ten twenty seconds of you know putting his face on the point of the steel steps. Ray was screaming, "My eye, my eye!" And Seth backed off, and Ray grabbed his face. And I don't know if you guys can see this, but there's there was a tweet with a Uh-oh. a picture. He palmed a like fake eyeball. Oh, I didn't even realize they had that. No, oh, I didn't. When I was watching it at home, you didn't really see mm. the fake eyeball. But he palmed the fake eyeball and put it next to his face. Uh-huh. And like the the commentators were the ones when you were watching it live that Ray backed off and he palmed that eyeball and he put it out and then you heard Samojo go, "It's out, the eye is out." Oh my kind god! Of thing. And then Seth went went back to like grab Ray and and noticed that something was wrong and backed off and then threw up. Yeah. And that was how they finished the match. And then medics came and carried Rey Mysterio off with his fake eye. You know, the only person who could have sold the eye being out was JR. I'm just saying. Yeah, no. By God! By God! <laughs> a man has lost his eye! Uh, he my, has been permanently blinded. To, they, to this day, my favorite Jim Ross call was I think after Undertaker threw mankind off of Hell in a Cell. My God, they've killed him! They killed him! They killed him! <laughs> you know why he did that? I, just, I think we need that as a drop. <laughs> <laughs> My God, they've killed him! You know why he did that is because no one told him that. I know, was yeah, yeah, so, we've talked about that before. Yeah, that's that's a legitimate reaction of like, oh my God, they've killed. Yeah. My and, my company has killed a man. Yeah, yeah and well, and that guy too was like, he, he was in charge of the wrestlers in a lot of ways. Yeah, like, he's he was, like talent relations. Yeah, so, so like, like, he was uh, like, he's basically like the HR guy. I just saw someone throw someone off the ring. And but it was, also, I think that happen. happened after the Owen Hart thing too. That was so, before. That was before. Yeah. That was before okay. Owen. So I'm Never sure mind. when the Owen Hart thing happened, it was even worse. Yeah, yeah. like, oh, this isn't the first time something like this has happened. My favorite yeah. story about that, which I, I probably told you before whenever it's come up, but my favorite story about that uh, Mick Foley told in his book is that when they went backstage, him and The Undertaker, uh, Vince McMahon's words to him mm-hmm. very, very calmly, not in his, not his big Vince McMahon voice, very calmly, he's like, Mick, I can never thank you enough for the sacrifices you have made tonight alone for my business, but I never want to see that shit uh, again. Yeah. <laughs> 
He loved it and he hated it so Yeah, exactly. Much. That was amazing. Don't you ever do that again. Are we still recording? Yes. Okay, I saw yeah. you peek over. I'm like, oh, oh. no. <laughs> oh, was that me? Or? I don't know. Oh, we got a new follower. I guess. Hey, cool. Oh. Hey. So many new followers. Making all these noises. I, I don't recall Twitch ever making noises wow. on there. We got him a follower. <laughs> yeah. Take that checkpoint. Suck on it, Robbie. We're making. We're making. Uh, we're paying our, our bills for being in the studio by getting a follower. Well, we just got a follower. We didn't get a subscription. That's true. No, so, but huh. you know what? We appreciate you following. Yeah. Thanks, Spooky. Yeah. You're awesome. Uh, two two zeros and an O. So yeah, Rey Mysterio lost an eye on Sunday, and then. Um, I was like you, James. I, I, I like how you just casually said that. I, so Ray Mysterio lost an eye on Sunday. You know, anyway, James, I, I was I was much like James. I felt like man, that was awful. Yeah. And uh, I I don't I didn't even really tune into Monday Night Raw, but I did see online that they had an official medical update saying that the optic nerve was not damaged, so that Ray Mysterio with surgery will get his eyesight back. <laughs> Oh, for crying is, out loud. But, they come up with the dumbest cover stories for vacation. Oh, Jesus Christ. So stupid. I, it's just so bad. Like, does, did anybody even believe like he was really going to lose his eye? Right. Like, nobody was buying into anybody actually losing an eye in this match. Not to mention the fact that they made it a point to let us know that the way to win this match is to extract an opponent's eye from their eye socket. Like, this is ridiculous. And that, that wasn't even... The dumbest thing that we got to see. I just remembered. Uh, it got worse. It, it Okay, so there was a women's match where um, one of the outside, like the manager, essentially. <laughs> I'm sorry. When I'm the not, referee. I'm not even going to say the joke that popped into my head. All right, go ahead. When the referee went down, took the referee's shirt off and put it on themselves and then counted the pinfall. Yeah. And then got them to ring the bell. And I'm like. That doesn't that doesn't count. And then another you wrestler could... just came in and, and deemed himself the champ because the other wrestler, I think, technically has COVID. It was, but uh, is claiming to be injured. It and was, he just took the title. It was a really dumb show. Yeah. I was like, what? wow, like just what? utter chaos. What do we want? I mean, here? now now let me say this: there's a lot of neat stuff going on in wrestling right yes, now, but absolutely. Sunday night was not any of it. Not a highlight. Like sure. getting to see uh, NXT. What Keith Lee just won the the heavyweight yeah. championship on NXT yeah, a couple of weeks ago champ. in a in a freaking an amazing match. Uh, AEW's been killing it. They've got some neat stuff going on. Oh, what was it? Freshly squeezed Orange uh, Cassidy just yeah, fought Chris they, Jericho yeah. and dumped a whole bunch of orange juice on him from the ceiling, and that was really funny. That's you know an Attitude Era kind of thing to dump sure. liquid from the ceiling on him or something like that. But liquid from the ceiling, liquid, liquid from, from the, ceiling. the ceiling. Sometimes it's green slime. Sometimes it's orange juice. You never know. Sometimes it's poop. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that's the, only, the only way to find out is a taste test. Perfect tagline for this podcast. Sometimes it's poop. Sometimes it's poop. Uh, I also wanted to bring up on a, on a much sadder note that um, I, I read a report last week that uh, the New York Post is claiming that Ric Flair's wife uh, currently has COVID. Yeah, yes, that's what and I've that, heard. That's, uh, you know, hopefully she gets better. There's been a couple of people in WWE that, uh, was it little, the little interviewer, uh, Kayla? Yep, she's, she's gotten, gotten it co- twice. Yeah, she's gotten COVID twice. Yeah, um, Renee Young had it. Yep, I'm surprised that didn't get spread over to uh, Mox. Yeah, and I was surprised to see Renee Young on Sunday during like they're, they're, they've been doing like their pre shows and stuff like that. But everybody's just like doing it like we've been doing nerd radio, yeah. just from home, from home, <laughs> just with a with a Zoom camera. But uh, we hope we hope a that Ric Flair's wife gets better soon, and b. Rick Flair doesn't get COVID. Yeah, well, right. From what I understand, I believe he's living in his basement of a like a three story home. That guy's really old, man. Yeah. I don't like, want him to. He was already almost dead. Was it a year ago? Yeah. I yeah, yeah that heart like surgery. Rick, yeah, it was Rick Flair death watch. Yeah. yeah. Well, and kind of as you were just saying, though, Woo! James, he he may be fine because his house does cover two counties. Yeah. Right. So yeah, he's... exactly. He's living in the basement, which is at least a quarter mile away. From exactly. The rooms with the person with COVID. Gotta take a so. subway to get there. Right. Find him over at Space Mountain <laughs> while the ladies are lined up to go for a ride. Oh. Now, that's when you should have dropped the woo. Woo! There, there we go. Is. All right. Well, we're going to take a short break after complaining about wrestling. There's some cool stuff coming up on streaming services. And uh, what else do I got here? I knew I had something else. Wrestling. Wrestling. Oh, some video game news. All right. Yeah. That's a, that's a great tease. Aren't you glad we're back in the studio? Yes. <laughs> here comes Nerd Radio with more. Here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> Hey, what's up? It's WWE superstar Braun Strowman, and you're listening to Nerd Radio. 
All right, we're back with more Nerd Radio on the podcast page, WRIF.com. Also in Boston. Rock92.9rocks.com. And also now in Fort Myers, Florida as well. What? 96krock.com. I had no idea we were in Florida. Al's mm-hmm. expanding the territories here for Checkpoint XP. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, breaking down barriers. So welcome. Welcome, Fort Myers, to the Nerd Radio family. Yeah, we're happy to have you. Also, uh, you can find us. At least for the foreseeable future, I would imagine. <laughs> At least for the rest of today. <laughs> At least for the rest of today. Uh, on Checkpoint XP's Twitch stream. James, where's that? You can find that over at twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP. My name's Chuck Bean, joined, of course, by James and Al Beck for another week of Nerd Radio. And uh, guys, does anybody other than me have access to HBO Max? Yes. Okay. I do not. Because they announced this week that they are going to be taking the Harry Potter movies off of HBO Max at the end of August. Uh-huh. Not because J.K. Rowling has been tweeting bad stuff, but because of the way the licenses Contracts. work. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Which is weird. Legalities. It, I feel like wasn't that one of the things that they really put up front? It was like, hey, we're going to have this, and we're going to have this, and we're also going to have the Harry Potter movies. That was one of the things. Big right. Bang Theory is on there. Friends was one of the big selling points. Uh, all the DC stuff. Yeah. So So it's uh, it's a little strange that within like a month and a half. Well, the whole thing is kind of weird, the way it. Uh, I mean, that stuff is being taken down already. Mm-hmm. It's only a couple months old at this point. Yeah. So it's weird that... Any sort of contract was that short, unless it was already part of HBO. I was going to just say that it was all the Harry Potter. I fear Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a wizard I would watch. Harry Potter. Harry Harry Potter. That wizard. sounds disgusting. Yeah, that sounds like a wizard. That sounds like a level of Mario Brothers well, I, I do not want to yeah. see. No, that's, that's, that's what I was going to ask. If all the Harry Potter films were already on HBO, I think so. So they just lumped that in. Yeah, and they just happened to launch HBO yeah. Max right, right before the contracts expired, and all the the Harry Potter. Movies yeah. go to another cable network. <laughs> now, is that a potty named Harold, or is that like a messy trim job? That's a, that's, I think it's a hairy, like, it's that's a, messy a really trim disgusting job. toilet. <laughs> well, I guess it could be that, too. Like, maybe that's, somebody trimmed their pubes and used their manscaper yep. over yeah, the you, toilet. You, no. open the, you open that stall yeah. door and see a hairy potty, and you're like, <laughs> nope, I'll hold it. Yes. No, thank you. Or the Chewbacca outhouse. Both rough scenes to walk in on. Ooh. Oh God! You're praying for one of those little wax paper sheets to put over the seat. Either yeah. Way. Yep. You might need two. Well, they are adding some stuff to uh to I almost said Disney Plus to HBO Max uh, next month. They're getting rid of the Harry Potter movies, but they are adding in uh, the 1989 Batman movie. As well as its the, the se- Batman movie, Bat- yeah, the Batman. Mike- Michael Keaton Bat- Batman movie, Batman. Uh, as as well as its sequels, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, and Batman and Robin. <laughs> Robin, ooh, Robin. <laughs> so if you've really been wanting to see Batman and Robin, it's coming to HBO Max. But the good news is they're also putting the uh, Harley Quinn movie on there, which I haven't seen yet. So I'm looking forward to seeing uh, that. Birds of Prey. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Isn't the um, uh, Harley Quinn? Show the moving over there as well. Yes, or something they're like putting that? both up both oh, the seasons, cartoon, right? both the seasons animated? of the Harley Quinn yeah. show, which is exciting for, because you can't access the DC universe on anything other than like a tablet or a computer. Or something like I can't get it on my PlayStation. Oh, really? So I can't watch Harley Quinn on my TV. That really limits them to reach their audience. It you think really they does. That. Let's get with the times, man. You should be able to access this on any kind of device. That's if you're going to launch friendly, you're going to launch a streaming service in the last three years. You'd better have apps for the Xbox one and the PS4. It's yeah. really weird. The way some of those streaming services work because it is available. I've got an Apple TV. That's what's in my living room and you can get the DC app on that. Okay. But it's weird how sometimes there's exclusives, you know, like I, I like history, which has been covered on the show. Right. And history channel has got their streaming service, their history vault, which is all the old documentaries that, you know, they used to play. And Al's the only subscriber. I'm the only subscriber, but it's, you can only get that on Apple devices. Oh, okay. So it's like, I don't know if it's a contract that right. will just run out eventually and it'll open up, but it's it's just weird when stuff like that happens. Or uh, HBO Max, I've got that on my Apple TV, but like friends' TVs or my girls' TV, it, it's not on there on the smart TV, but it also just updated and added pe- Peacock. So it's like, I don't know what the deal is. You know? Right. It's, it's like the TV is just obsolete. So it's just weird. I think you're right. It's got to be some sort of streaming like legalities or something. Yeah. It's weird. Exclusivities. 
Because I tried to sign in on, on her TV, and but instead I just, you know, do AirPlay for my phone. Well, yeah, that's like I've got that shutter service, and it, that connects to uh, Amazon. Mm-hmm. So because Amy has Amazon Prime and I do not, the her Amazon is logged in. But if I try and use Shutter on the TV, then it will just sign her up for Shutter instead of oh. accessing mine. Oh, okay. Well, try try doing the AirPlay thing from your phone and just like stream it to your TV or whatever. Right. Try that. See if that works. You know, if anyone else is trying to watch their DC whatever on the TV and they can't, try that. Right. Because that's how I watch HBO Max at her house. Okay. So three things came to mind while we were just talking right now. First of all, James, really, because I wasn't thinking at all. I was just talking. <laughs> yeah, you just just rattle off at the mouth and just whatever comes out comes out. He's a loose cannon. <laughs> yeah. First of all, James, you know there's more than just Al watching the History Channel. I mean, it's a funny joke, yeah. but you know that there are more Al oh, Becks out there. Yeah. Uh, just, that's and, a scarier thought. Right. That there are more Al Becks out there yeah. watching the History Channel. Watch and the Mash. thing about Andrew Jackson over the weekend. Do they all love Mash too? Right. That's what I'm saying. And and the second thing I wanted to bring up is, can you imagine a convention? Of Al's? Of Albex. Oh, my God. An Albeck convention. I'm not, saying, be... I'm not saying it would be like Al jumped in a cloner yeah, and they no, would all look. I can tell you exactly what it would look like. No one would Come f- out. be there because no one wants to be <laughs> at a convention if you're me. Oh, <laughs> well, fair enough. It would be an empty room. It would be an empty had, banquet hall. If they had like all the surviving members of MASH and uh, a, a, a <laughs> Starship Enterprise. <Both> <laughs> <laughs> and they have a Starship Enterprise where you can take photos with, uh, you know, with your fellow Star Trek fans. And then, you know, you, there's a room instead of playing anime in the room or horror movies, they're just playing the History Channel. And you can go and hang out and be with your people. I like the idea of an Al convention. Yeah, you'd be there. I don't know. It's better than an intervention. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, it's an Al convention. True. I think that just quickly. Hey, are you going to Al convention this week? Al convention. Alcon. <laughs> Alcon. Alcon. Yes. <laughs> Alcon 2021. Yeah, the intervention, I think, immediately follows the Alcon. I'll set up a booth. I got a bunch of old-timey goods I can sell you. (laughs) Snake oils. I've been talking to uh, uh, Ken downstairs about doing, I've discussed it with you guys a couple times, doing like a nerd radio convention Mm because, you know, no comic conventions. I'm going to tell him before I leave today that I want it to be called Alcon. Oh, God. No, see, that's (laughs) the thing. Then we got to get that guy from MASH that I had the in on. The 80-year-old man, remember? Was it? Oh, no, it was the 80-year-old guy from Star Trek. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, oh, that's okay. right. But we yeah. still get him. He's an so old cool. man. Yeah, I think you and Al, you and yeah, him. Yeah, Chekhov, I believe. Yeah. Maybe, I don't remember. Walter Koenig. Can, can you, we'll just be sitting there on Zoom saying, can you say nuclear vessels for me? <laughs> <laughs> just one more time. Nuclear vessels. Uh, uh, well, talking about streaming services, too, it was announced last week that uh, Netflix is grabbing the license to Usagi Yojimbo. He was. Uh, That's a great name. Uh, yeah, well, it's Japanese for. Sounds like a sandwich. It's sa- Japanese it for rabbit samurai. Okay. He is the uh, samurai bunny rabbit that showed up in a couple episodes of the Ninja Turtles cartoon oh, back in the day. I remember him. Yeah, well, oh, his he, action figure. Yep, exactly. He he was uh, he was his own comic book, but he was a funny animal comic, and the guys from Ninja Turtles liked him. So, like, hey, do you want you? We can do a figure for you of Usagi, and we can put him in the cartoon for a couple episodes, and people will hopefully see your comic. He's an independent comic. He's been doing it since the late '80s. Wow. And uh, Netflix has decided, uh, currently published by IDW, uh, to grab it. Usagi is interesting because it's it's a comic where it all takes place in uh, feudal Japan. But everybody is different animals. So there's like, you know, Usagi is walks around on two legs and everything like that. But there's like pigs and dogs and cats and foxes and stuff like that and all the different animals. Most of the ninjas are like bats and cats and that kind Ooh, of thing. So it's bat ninja. It's ninjas and samurai, and uh, it's coming to Netflix probably next year. So I'm excited to see that. That's pretty series. cool. It's going to be a CGI animated series, oh, and it's CGI. supposed to follow. What they're they're saying they're said in the uh, press release it's supposed to follow probably the son of Usagi from the comics okay. so that they can go in whatever direction they want. Be to. any Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle references in there, or is it I just think it'd be a small. Portion I think it would be his... really weird if there wasn't. Okay, because even the last uh, Ninja Turtles show that was on Nickelodeon that I loved in 2012, mm-hmm. in the last season of that, they did a couple Usagi Ojimbo episodes oh, okay. where they went back to feudal so Japan. That must be buds. We should have asked uh, what's his face. Uh, Kevin Eastman about him. Oh, and about we, uh, uh, Stan. Yeah, Stan. Back in I think February. it's Stan Sakai that yeah. does uh, that does the comic. He's been oh, doing. Okay. It's one guy. He writes and draws it, and he's been doing it. Like I said, since the late '80s. So it's it's kind of awesome mm-hmm. that he's finally you know getting a yeah his he's own stuck thing. with it for so long. It's finally starting to pay off. Yeah, 
but I'm excited to uh, I'm excited to check that out. I'm also excited about a couple of video game stories that we're going to get to in just a minute here on uh, Nerd Radio. Uh, I ask you guys, and you can think about it for a second. What is the most amount of discs a game you've ever played has come on? <sighs> Four. 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 Because what it doesn't matter what the number is, I can top it. Okay. With the I'm, game that just came out. I would out. probably say three or four. How many discs was Mist when that first came out? Oh, Mist was a lot. I don't know. Mist, Mist, I want to say Mist was maybe three or four. Yeah, here's three my four. question for you. What generation of gaming is the one that you're about to talk about? Uh, it's a PC game that just came out. A PC game that just came out. So they can probably fit a lot of information on one of those discs. Yeah. Yeah, if you use like a Blu-ray disc. That's right. Yeah. Because like... A game that used to be like over three discs could be on one Blu-ray disc. Yeah, like how many discs was uh, Final Fantasy VII? Three, the original. The original. How many is it now? Oh, uh, the first, the one that just came out was two. Oh wow, it's there still was on a, two. There was an install disc, and then there was a play disc, which is what Grand Theft Auto does too. Okay, my God, what could this game be? And furthermore, <laughs> yeah. what computer game is still coming on a disc? Yeah, it's not a direct Is that download. a download? Also, here, here's a tease for the next uh, next thing as well. We talked last week about Red Dead Redemption, yeah. about all the clowns. Because well, they clearly your last tease was good enough because we're already talking about it. <laughs> yeah, Because because uh, they hadn't gotten a patch. Yeah. Another game just got patched last week and oh, hasn't good. seen one in two decades. How much are the protesters playing that game and still giving them money? <laughs> <laughs> That's coming up next on Nerd Radio. This is Nerd Radio. It's cool. I'm taking it back. What are you nuts? I'm taking it back. You watch. All right, we're back with more Nerd Radio, wherever you get your podcast, as part of the B-Pod Studios Network, and, of course, on your social media at Nerd Radio 101. My name's Chuck Bean, joined by Al Beck and James for uh, this week's Nerd Radio. I posed the question before we went to break of uh, what's the most amount of discs a game ever came on? Al said four discs from mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VIII, and I forget, James, you said, like, Maybe three or three, four, three whatever. Or four. Missed, you know. I think I've, I've played Final Fantasy VII. I think that was two or three. That was three. Yeah. Resident Evil Two was two. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a big disc guy. I guess. That, you, well, one. It's, uh, I'm a one disc man. I was gonna say that's funny because you like all your stuff on physical media too. You yeah. don't like your, your digital stuff. Which um, uh, Ghoul just tagged us in something yesterday that uh, Untitled Goose Game is getting a physical yeah. release. Oh, really? It bums me cool. out because I spent my money on the digital download. But I, I know, I yeah. Love it. You can get it for the PS4 for like 20 bucks. You can get it for the Switch for like 35 and I think it comes with like the, the no goose sticker. It does. Like, there's some stuff on that I'm like, am I going to drop 20 bucks on this again? Yeah. Just I so can I answer can that question for you right now. Yes, you will. Yeah. You're <laughs> going to. I want the no goose sticker. It's a matter of time. The thing, on the door to my streaming room. The thing that's fascinating about it, though, is that... Um, it's being put out by Skybound, which okay. is Robert Kirkman's yeah. comic book company. Mm-hmm. Like, I had no idea they did video games. Yeah, they that also have a deal with uh, Dr. Disrespect, too. Do they? Skybound okay. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they they put out a lot of stuff. I, if you go on their website, they put out books, and they put out a whole bunch of stuff. I don't but even I was, think that... Um... I don't even think that uh, the Walking Dead game came out via Skybound. It was Telltale. If you go, they've got the Telltale game on the Skybound site. Huh. You can you can buy the physical copy of it. Interesting. But the game that I'm looking to tell you about comes out on the PC, and it's Microsoft's new flight simulator game that just came out. Uh, most people understand. Have you ever seen somebody is into this flight the flight simulator games? No, because they, it's a. I remember. Jesus, this has to be like more than 20 years ago. Uh, I was doing some house painting for somebody, and it was an older couple, and the the gentleman loved Flight Simulator, and he had this setup in front of his computer that was like from, you know, as far as my arms can reach mm-hmm. of all the buttons and the switches and the dials and stuff like, like an that. an actual cockpit? Yes. Wow. To play this Flight Simulator That's game. amazing. <laughs> I want that. Is it yeah. amazing or sad? Probably There's both. a lot of time and money put into making a, a makeshift cockpit just to play it. Are you trying to tell simulator? me that it's sad that I find it amazing? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's cool. Can you imagine having that? I mean, it's, it's not that all. It's, you know, less of a setup than a VR, but that's what's so cool about the VR is it well, puts yeah, you in now, the thing. Now with the VR, you wouldn't have to have that big old. No, uh, that, but that's what's so cool about the bridge crew to me is like you're on the bridge of a starship and you can push the buttons and all that stuff like i, I would love that console man i'm looking to see because there's got to be those things still have to be you see there's like flight sticks on amazon but there's not a full console like this guy had but it had to be a couple hundred dollars anyways this new one I think oh i feel like a couple hundred dollars is low balling it yeah <laughs> a 
full <laughs> setup. Oh, God, I can't imagine. That's the only thing that stopped me from getting it. That and the fact that I live in a tiny apartment. Right. <laughs> That's like get rid of the coffee table and put in my flight put simulator. Put flight simulator in there. <laughs> like, Sorry, hon, the- this is the flight simulator room. We don't really need a guest bedroom. Let's yeah. just turn it into the, the cockpit. And then I never had sex again. Well, the new flight simulator <laughs> is supposed to be around 90 gigabytes. You can, Holy crap. You can, of course, get it digitally. Um, and, oh, somebody liked that. I heard I, that noise. There's <laughs> something on the board that shouldn't be on the board, but, but it took us so long to get set up. Let's just leave it I'm just it leaving it on. You guys can just make noise. Make a noise. You got Rex Cranium 666 following. <laughs> Thank That's you, Rex Cranium. Um, you know, I like it. I like that we can tell people on the podcast we got a new follower. Yeah. Makes us seem so much more popular. I think I can go in and turn this off if you guys want. No, let's no. Leave you know it. what? Let's... I think it's. I think it's this. What the because I've got the stream up. I think if I just turned it down, then it wouldn't be there. But let's I, just leave it. I like that it interrupts our conversation. Yes. <laughs> and I like that we can't be professionals and just ignore it. No, that not we at have all. To address it. But this new flight simulator game, this ninety gigabyte download, comes on ten physical copy discs. Oh Whoa. my god! Ten? Ten Blu-ray discs to get that in twenty twenty. In twenty twenty, if you want a physical copy of Flight Simulator, it comes on ten Blu-ray discs. They have the manuals for every single airplane ever made since the beginning of time. <laughs> they got the blueprints from the Wilbur Wilbur and Orville Wright's planes. Ten discs, my uh, God! What else do you need on there? I think the flying washing machine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like or uh, was it microwaves, toasters that would fly from those screensavers? <laughs> yeah. you know, anything that was ever taken flight, we had the blueprints. Yeah, for the How original hot air balloon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, ten discs. If you uh, want a copy of Flight Simulator, I have no idea what that's got to cost, but I would think too with the Flight Simulator game, that's probably why I don't play them. You'd have to have the different planes. In order to have like different levels, yeah, you think you have like single engine airplanes, commercial, uh, military type planes, you know, right? Maybe they won't have military. And then stuff. the difficulty is probably weather. Oh, if you're on yeah, the hardest you know, weather. Because I was gonna say, what kind of, what are you gonna do other than they're gonna teach you how to fly a plane? They're gonna tell you, you know, increase your speed, pull up, right? You know, and and then what? If you if you figure out if you play Flight Simulator, you have to be able to land the plane in Nest Top Gun. You have to. It'd be funny if no, you can't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I still can't. It's like playing Guitar Hero. It's like I know how to play guitar and I'm bad at this game. Yeah. What the f? <laughs> right. It's impossible. I when actually, I played this song in front of my high school, my high school for my high school talent show, it killed. <laughs> but now I'm getting kicked off. I'm getting booed off the stage by all these fake fans in this Guitar Hero. Right. Do yeah. we have a price tag on that simulator? Just mm, out of curiosity. Let me. see. I just closed my window. So. Oh, well, it's not that important. Give me a second. I was to... just curious. I mean, not that the actual many how many discs make a difference, but... Right. Uh, you can pre-order it now, mm-hmm. according to the website here. Already done. How much am I paying? Uh, they don't have a price on it. Oh, though. good. Just order it, That's and we'll surprise you. you have to ask, afford it. That's it. $59.99. I, just considering how large that game is, I am surprised by yeah, how... Yeah, me too, because it's yeah. the same price as a regular game. Yeah. Includes 20 highly detailed planes with unique flight models and 30 handcrafted airports. Oh, you get to walk through oh. the airports. How nice. The worst part of flying. Yeah. <laughs> If you want the premium deluxe edition, it's 120 bucks. Do you also get a nasty head cold after you play it too? Uh, maybe the recirculated air. Yeah, that's the if they really want to simulate the experience, your ears got to pop while you're playing it, and it like spritzes you with airplane farts every so often. Yeah, <laughs> it really is a simulator. Oh my god, it's like an exact simulator. Somebody had egg salad. Uh, oof! Somebody's got their shoes off in the back. <laughs> Smell those toes. Oh, no, that's me. I'm sorry. Oh. Damn it, Chuck. I got so used to doing Nerd Radio with no shoes. As, as long as you're wearing pants yeah. is the only thing that I'm worried about. I'm glad you put on the pants and underwear this time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I knew I was I knew I was coming to work. I knew I had to wear yeah. a mask, so I definitely wanted to you wear You didn't pants. say anything about underwear, James. Oh. And we're not <laughs> asking. It could be free balling, yeah. We're not I asking. I sneezed and unplugged my headphones because I didn't want to sneeze oh, into, good Lord. into this mic. Droplets. Yes, please don't because that's the mic I have to use on a weekly basis. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I definitely want to. I'll. I'll Sanitize this mic when we're done. Well, don't sanitize too much because the engineering might come for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. They don't like that. Well, another game that does not come on 10 discs, but finally got a uh, an, ad, an an update after 20 years is Worms Armageddon. The, uh, what? One of the sequels to Worms, the, the classic game where you have... Like little, Snake? 
No, you, you control the little worms, and they have like the bazookas. And you, you're talking and to me like I've played this game called. You've worms never before. heard of worms? No, what there's the heck been is so worms? many copies of worms. These little cartoon worms. You get a team of four of them. Everybody's got a team of four of them, and then you like you set the the pitch of how you're going to fire and and how much power you want to put behind it. Like if you're going to throw a grenade, and then you do throws a grenade, and then it lands next to the other worm, and he goes ah ow, and then is this like the what led to uh, angry? pigs or whatever angry, angry birds. birds yeah angry birds sorry uh, maybe <laughs> maybe pepsi man says worms was one of the best i love arcade. angry <laughs> angry pig angry pig no one's gonna make yeah. bacon out of me <laughs> i'm a pig and i'm angry <laughs> so, so pissed yeah. off i'm so angry i'm gonna go roll in this mud uh, porky's <laughs> running around with no pants on yeah yeah but to celebrate the 25th year anniversary of the entire worm series uh team 17 who created the worms way back in the day uh, decided to put a whole bunch of fixes and changes and improvements into Worms Armageddon, which they apparently have not touched in almost 20 years. <laughs> and nobody had to dress up as a clown to get that done. <laughs> so congratulations to you guys. Yeah, I'm guessing uh, that Red Dead Redemption uh, <laughs> probably still hasn't done an update. Probably not. Probably had, has not even noticed the fact that everyone's clowns. Right, right. They're just like, oh, hey, they look, they like that skin. They're like, man, we are killing it with these clown skins. We are selling the millions. People, yeah, people keep buying these clown. Give us some more clown stuff. I was gonna say, please tell me that the clown outfits like ten bucks, and they're like, <laughs> people are spending money on the outfit, on the clown outfit. Yeah, that I, I could tell this you. Worms games guy, this worms game guy, guy. I don't know what I'm saying. Right now. I'm <laughs> so James confused just broke. by this game. Yeah, you should try it. It was a lot of fun. We used to play a hell of a lot of it on the original PlayStation. Really? Yep, that was when the original one came out, and then they decided to make them more cartoony hmm. on the. Uh, it was, I think, it was still on the PlayStation when the second when the sequels came out. I got Alan to Transformers what a couple of weeks ago with the Back to the Future. Yeah, uh, robot you piqued my interest. I, I wouldn't say you got me into. Transformers. Oh, you're so into it. You were texting me. You were like, "So tell me about Cybertron. Mm. I want to know." He's like, "Tell me about who's Optimus Prime's girlfriend." Right. <laughs> tell me about Cybertron. <laughs> Write the kids' book. Yeah. So, so this week I'm really I'm I'm going to see if I can do I can't do the same with James. I think we mentioned this when it was coming out. You know, there's a Top Gun Transformer on the way. Is there? Yeah. Sounds familiar. Yeah. No, they're they're, they're taking the the plane from Top Gun and turning him into Transformer, named Maverick. Nice. And uh, That's he's cool. he he comes with uh, a volleyball. <laughs> Very nice. And no shirt. I was going to say, does he go shirtless? <laughs> And he uh, also has um, what's Tom Cruise's character? Is it Maverick? Yes, on on a He's motorcycle. Maverick. He's got yeah. a little Maverick on a motorcycle that you can oh. put with him. I got some screenshots for you here. Very nice. There's the plane. It's big, bigger than I thought it would be. He is he's much larger than the the Transformers typically are. Come on now, where's a where's a good picture? Yeah, there he is. He's got the. He's uh, not as handsome as the Maverick. No, from the movie. He's got the helmet though, and that's pretty yeah. cool. He does have the same helmet. <laughs> it's a fake helmet. There he is playing volleyball. Yeah, spike that ball. Game point. <laughs> he's another. Uh, he's another one you got to order online. He's about thirty bucks, but well, at uh, least he's affordable. Yeah, hmm. he's not eight hundred dollars like the scalpers with the uh, Back to the Future Transformer. Yeah, no, I think your best bet would have been the Ghostbusters Ecto One Transformers. Uh, yeah, I think was that last year or two years ago. That was last year. Yeah, you can still get them. You can go online and get them, but he's 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 also thirty bucks. He's a little bit larger than what I would have expected. Gotcha. Now that would be a perfect item for Chuck the Freak. Yes, the Top Gun yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Like he he would pop a boner in his pants if he saw that. <laughs> if he saw a, uh, a Maverick Transformer. Right. Now I can't wait to take the last ten minutes of this conversation and edit it down to Chuck saying, "I'm not used to wearing pants anymore." Then to James, he's bigger than I thought he was, and then Chuck. I try to fit the whole robot in here. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong hole, Chuck. There you go, Alex. The conclusion to your masterpiece. That's gonna be a it's gonna be a real weird audio clip on our... <laughs> Now we're just uh, between the pedal bear thing last week and now this audio clip, we're just pushing the boundaries yeah. now. No! How much can we get away with before, you know, the the people that, you know, officially own this podcast? Well, like, we'll be known as the real that. artsy yeah. nerd podcast. The real we, artsy there with the stuff they do. We yeah, just exactly. added another radio station's website to our list. Yes, and, and now we're and trying and to Even the people out. in Florida are like, these dudes are weird. <laughs> you know, when Florida says you're weird, <laughs> you know. Uh, did you guys see this story about this this little kid that uh, saved his little sister from the dog and all oh, the different Avengers yeah, are, are sending good, him videos? That's a nice story. 
Yeah, it's such I mean, a great it's video. It's for the for the kid, but very nice of him to save his girl. Yeah, uh, he got mauled, his sister, man. Yeah, from a from he's a dog. Uh, so so a six year old Bridger Walker um, saved his younger sister from a dog that was charging at her, and he got he got ninety stitches in his face, and you know there's still some swelling you, you see in some of the pictures and videos and stuff like that. But a uh, bunch of people from the Avengers have been sending him videos online like the first one i think was chris evans yeah and that was super heartwarming which i i'd ask it when it happened last week i I talked about it on the air and i'd ask has there ever has there been another actor in recent memory that has completely embodied a character like oh, chris his evans? role yeah like chris evans has become captain america johnny depp with captain sparrow really i think so you think he's, he's like he's, he's i think he thinks he's a pirate <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's a pirate he's sailing the seven seas he's <laughs> Swashbuckling, he's battling Blackbeard. Does he still wear like the the pirate? uh, I think he's upgraded like a hat. He's more like a steampunk pirate. Okay, top hat like a Willy Wonka top hat from the movie. Sure, yeah. His crazy glasses, pirate. Yeah, weird scarves and stuff. But uh, yeah, so uh, Chris Evans sent him a Captain America shield, like one of those big replica steel shields. Um, Then Chris Hemsworth is this kid strong enough to even lift that shield? He is not. At six years old, he is not. He's going to think he's like really special when he's finally old enough, and big enough, and strong enough to lift that shield up. He's going to think it's like Thor's hammer. He's like, oh, I am worthy. Right. Well, that was the thing. The, the Chris Evans video was really heartwarming. But then uh, Chris Hemsworth sent him a video and like was just it talking. It wasn't like an Odin eye patch, was it? That'd be really inappropriate. <gasps> no, he was just ta- he was talking to him. And, and what uh, practical. <laughs> it could be a very practical one. Ray Mysterio could use one of those. Yes, he could. <laughs> But uh, he was just talking to him in like his regular Australian accent. He wasn't even like trying to be to be Thor for the oh. six year old. And that's what I thought when Chris Evans was talking to him is like he better somebody better send him a Mjolnir. If anyone's, oh yeah, if anyone's worthy to lift Mjolnir. It's a six year old that saved his little sister from getting mauled by a dog. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then um, Tom Holland also jumped in and invited him to the set of the next Spider-Man. When Which he probably wasn't allowed to do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he wasn't supposed to talk about. Tom Holland doesn't even get full scripts. I didn't realize. He can't keep yeah. his mouth shut. <laughs> He's just going to bring this kid to the... Like, what the hell? Are you just like, <laughs> yeah. Did we know that there's supposed to be an, another Spider-Man on the way? I think so. I mean, oh, okay. with the way the second one ends, it, it implies that there will absolutely be a third that one. That would be hilarious. Like, God damn it, Tom. Yeah. Tom, you're, you're fired. Up. You're fired. We're not doing it's any more Spider-Man movies. We're not Spider-Man anymore. <laughs> We're going to get Tobey <laughs> Maguire back. Yeah, yeah. Andrew Garfield's like, I kept so, so many secrets, they don't even know my name. Yeah. <laughs> well, back to Chris Hemsworth. At least he he played himself. It had been funny if he did the, the call of the video as he's preparing to be Hulk Hogan. Right. So like, if he did, <laughs> great work, brother. Well, let me tell you something, yeah. Chris. <laughs> oh, dude, I saw something online. Speaking of him being Hulk Hogan, I saw something online where he was talking about how difficult his training regimen is to be Hulk Hogan. Like, are you kidding? Like, harder than Thor? Yeah. Holy crap! Well, he actually's got to put on like. Mu- like what are you doing? <laughs> instead of looking chiseled, he has to just look bigger. Yeah. And now instead, swole. Does he need those forty inch pythons? <laughs> so hopefully he's going to bed saying his prayers and eating his vitamins. vitamins. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not saying some of the other stuff Hulk Hogan is now famous for saying. Yeah, so hopefully he's not saying any of that Woo. stuff. Watch out, Booker T. Yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, so Chris Hemsworth talked to him. Tom Holland called him, and then uh, Robert Downey Jr. sent him an Instagram. Uh, he said he's not sending him anything. However, um, <laughs> that's a very Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> thing to Look, say i i'll I play you the video but i don't think the audio would come over the microphones but i've got a quote for him he's like she said bridger you're a rock star um my name is robert downey jr i play tony and that makes me an old friend of caps and i heard he sent a shield your way so i'm gonna do one better call me on your next birthday i got something special for you late by the way that's a promise and a promise beats a shield oh which is so tony stark so robert downey jr so he might get something out of it because that's. Can you imagine if they're like putting together like, dude, Iron Man's going to show up to this kid's birthday. They're yeah. putting together no, like they're putting together an Iron Man suit for like when he is seven. How cool that would be! Seven year so cool. old with his, his own Iron Man. Do you suit. think I'd fit into it? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see you try. Well, that's the that's yeah. the worst part too. I would I would think if you're thinking Jarvis ahead, is like, dude, too much mass. Yeah, <laughs> too much mass. <laughs> I, if you're thinking oh, ahead, oh, that's that's my epitaph right there. <laughs> Actually, you can't even do it because this kid is six. He's going to be you know seven by the time he gets whatever Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. is about to send him. Um, 
you remember how quickly you outgrew your clothes yeah. at that age. Like, even if you're going to make him an Iron Man suit, he's going to outgrow it. And then he's just going to have this little mini Iron Man suit for the rest of his life. But you can't even make like a you can't approximate what he's going to fully grow no. into. So you, it's, you can't possibly yeah. make him proper a proper Iron Man suit. I don't know what Robert Downey. Maybe he's going to make him one of those cool gauntlets. Maybe, right. Maybe you give him the glasses. Spider Man yeah. Homecoming. I mean, he he gave Chris Evans a whole car, so I think. He can... Oh yeah, yeah. He's gonna give this kid a car. Yeah. I want a car from Robert Downey Jr. All right. Well, I got one more thing to talk about, which uh, is something you guys brought up. You talked about on the morning show this Reddit thread of uh, what are your top five most rewatchable movies. Um, I don't know. Did you guys uh, get to talk about it on the morning show, or is it? We just did something talk about that... it a little bit. Yeah, we just kind of went down the the Reddit list. Okay, yeah, the ones you that know. they had listed off. And yeah, because they've got like I see right at the top. Uh, somebody said Memento, which that's that's a good movie. I don't but know how it, like, rewatchable it is. It yeah. blew my mind the first time, and it was cool to go back and see it again, knowing what it was. Uh, but I mean, and it's still good to rewatch. But yeah, super me, rewatchable. Yeah, the most rewatchable movies are like. 90 minutes, and it's usually a comedy. Something that's mm-hmm. really easy to just to watch, get a couple laughs, and then you're done. Anything that really requires a, like a lot of thought yeah. or right. a lot of time and attention, I, it's, to me, it's not a rewatchable movie. I do actually think I have a number one rewatchable movie on my list. So maybe we'll go, maybe I can hit that after we go through some of the list. This yeah, isn't me, like a, like a Hollywood reporter put together list. This is just people on. Yeah. People on, on Reddit. Just, so, I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's nothing be behind huge, it. Huge, hugely due to whatever your personal opinion is. Right. And like maybe what you find nostalgic and enjoy. All right. So I've got, I've got a list of what, uh, according to men's health was the 20 most rewatchable movies, according to Reddit. So I'm going to go through them. And you guys give me a yay or nay. Okay. Good fellas. Oh, absolutely! I love that. Yeah, I can, I can rewatch that, but it's not like one I would say. You Again, know it's I'm like a three-hour investment yeah, of time. I don't time. have that right. much time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I could watch that anytime. Like, I that is definitely a rewatchable one. It's kind of long, but yeah. Uh, of the Indiana Jones, though, it wouldn't. I wouldn't say the bottom of the list. I I've never even seen Crystal Skull, and I'm going to leave it that way. Yeah. Um, mean Girls. Never seen nope. it once. No. No. That's pretty fun. Uh, Ten Things I Hate About You. I don't think this is the room for that movie. No, no. I've seen no. it. It's good. I've seen it too, but it's just a it's a modern telling of what Taming of the Shrew. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Into the Spider Verse. That gives, uh, I, I give that a thumbs up. I know that that's definitely extremely rewatchable for you. I yep. could watch it again, but I don't think that makes it like a top twenty rewatchable. That's one movie I would to need me. to rewatch because I was too high when I watched it the first time to even remember oh, what man. happened. <laughs> uh, Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. I've seen it. I'm guessing it's the. Oh George wait, I've seen Clooney Ocean's version. Eleven. Yeah, 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 not, yeah. not the Rat Pack version. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's Brad a decent Pitt, movie. Clooney. I know I've rewatched it multiple times, but that's just due to it being on cable television at yeah. my home. So I'm gonna right. say no. Uh, Shawshank. Yes. Uh, to me, no. I don't want to. I don't know that I've seen that's it. That's not one I want to go back and rewatch. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It was a good movie, but so good. Uh, Pineapple Express. Yes. No. no. That is that fits the criteria perfectly. Which which one? Ninety is, minutes. What's the which Seth which Rogen movies? is the uh, Seth Rogen is the uh, the server, like the the process server, the court server. Oh yeah. Okay. And then they smoke the strain of Pineapple Express yep. outside the murder that they saw him and James Franco, and then yep. they go on the lamb and. Okay. Yeah, I have seen that one. I don't think I've seen it more than <laughs> once. Thug life, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fight Club. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I can I watch that, that one too. I know I've seen Fight Club a bunch. Uh, this one's a gimme for me. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. It's See, a big old no to me. Never yeah. seen it. Yeah, I hated that goddamn movie. Oh, I love that movie so much. My roommate hated they just, it, so I never. They I just never did a uh, they just did a live stream too, where they got a bunch of the actors and actresses together and did a table read yeah. of it for for charity. I still I, need to watch that. I watched it on my own. Didn't like it at all. And then you lent it to me. Yeah. And I watched it again. Didn't hate it quite as much. But was so upset when no. I realized that the end of this show came from that movie. <laughs> That's funny. God damn it, Chuck! Was now was this movie, movie based on a, a comic or a video game, or is it a, a video on, game based on a comic? The movie is based on the comic. Okay, and they did make a video game based off of the comic as well okay. to coincide with the movie, okay. which was awesome. But basically, he's living inside of a video game. Sort yeah, of. that's what I, I used to tell everybody is like it's like if a video game and a rock concert. And a kung fu movie or an anime had a baby. Oh, okay. I really don't like that Michael Sarah though. 
I well, really he's don't always like going to be the kid from Arrested Development. Yeah, I'll tell you what, too. Watching the uh, just seeing the the first Rick couple Michael. of minutes of that table read, he's got that that mustache goatee thing going on, and like Michael Sarah is going to look like Michael Sarah forever. Yeah. Like he's never going to actually grow up. Is it yeah. full goatee, or is it still that mustache he was rocking in that one movie where he played like it's played like a pencil a character, and then he played like a, the evil version of the character? It's like a, a mustache. pencil stash, but then oh. he's got a little bit of growth down here. Like not like I've got a whole bunch of look at this. I got so much white. My beard. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes. Yeah, I've seen that. That's a perfect one. Seen that a bunch of times. I'm sorry. I missed. I was looking at the chat. Yeah, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. It's not like a high on my list, but yes. Uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I've seen that. It's good. On the rewatchable, though, no. Yeah. Uh, Harry Potter and the Harry Potty and the Prisoner of Azkaban. I'm a no one any kind of Harry Potty movie. Yeah. That's a it's a yes on me. There you go. I, I forgot. Yeah, you yeah. are a pothead. I am a pothead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Star Wars a Harry tri- Pothead. The Star Wars trilogy is kind of a given. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely. Snatch. Yeah, I love Snatch. I honestly don't know if I've ever seen Snatch. Snatch is probably one of my favorite Guy Ritchie films. Okay. I I honestly I like Lockstock more. I like it too. But, but Snatch is good. I think Snatch because it's the first time I've I, I've seen a Guy Ritchie film like yeah. done that way. Mm-hmm. And then I, when I went back and watched Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels, I was like, oh my god, Guy Ritchie is so maybe that's, good. Yeah, maybe that's what it is because I know I saw Lockstock before I saw Snatch. Yeah. And maybe it's mm. whatever Guy Ritchie film you saw first is probably your favorite because you've never seen somebody put a movie together like that. Yeah, and I feel like he took a dive after that because Rock and Rolla was never as good. And then he started doing stuff with Madonna. Yeah, he did a he did another movie called Layer weird. Cake. That was oh yeah, layer cake was just okay. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, it's it, it's a, a bit like uh, was it Zack Snyder where it's like his first couple of outings. You're like, this is pretty neat. Yeah, and, I think there's just so much time and effort put into the script and the story, and it was just translated perfectly to film. Right. And then the other stuff, you probably just didn't have the time and the energy and the love. You know, those first films were probably made with love. Probably. <laughs> How about Superbad? Yeah, I, yeah. I'm kind of over that movie. I could rewatch it, but yeah. I think. So many bro dudes. You think you wore it out? Crap out of it, you know. Yeah. Hey, McLovin. Shut up. I give it a no because it's. I feel like it's not so much could I rewatch it. It's like it's on and I've got to see it. Gangsters, what's up? Yeah. So I'm giving that a no. Shut up. It was good. (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad I got a no from Al because I know I'm getting a yes on this one. Lord of the Rings. No, (sighs) that's a. I I love Lord of the Rings. But rewatching it. Is it one of your most rewatched movies, Al? Mm, I, I I give it an eh. <laughs> <laughs> That's also the response our listeners of this podcast give it. So they give go to rate it. Eh. That's why eh. we need, that's more people would rate us on uh, yeah. Google Podcasts yeah. and Apple Podcasts if instead of stars you could just rate us eh. Yeah. yeah. It's eh, it's not great. Yeah. And it's rated not horrible. It's eh. Yeah. Rated eh for mildly entertaining. Yeah. Critics say. I've had worse times. <laughs> uh, the original Alien movie. I don't. I know I, I've seen it, but I don't. I'll I've seen say it I watched it just recently. Just the other day, I watched that. Um, as far as like rewatchability, I'm, I'm going to give it a no. Like I don't feel like I need to keep watching it again and again. Uh, but I will say this: that the Alien holds up. It still. Looks cool as hell. Hell yeah! Like I'll give, I'll give it that. Yes. Yeah. Holy crap! Does it still look good? Yeah, I don't think it's on this. Uh, but like list. the storyline behind the movie, like I'd rather watch one of the other ones in the series. But so rewatchability, not necessarily. But it it holds up. It's cool. I don't know. I don't know that it's on this list. But the original John Carpenter, the thing from the eighties, mm-hmm. I've watched that a bunch of times, and that's another one where like those effects still hold up. It's yeah, Kurt it's, Russell, right? Yeah, yeah, still terrifying. Uh, oh, brother, where art thou? I have never seen that movie. I've never either. seen it either. Never no. have. Probably never will. No idea. Shrek. Nah, I could watch Shrek again, but I'm not not you know. Yeah, like, I'm not, not, not put for total like yeah. top rewatchability. As a yeah. child, maybe. that was that was at the end of it. Are there any movies that weren't on the list for you guys personally? I know well, the Back to the Future series. I just like last week. Well, uh, one watched that, those again. One that would not be on my list, but I had to bring up is because of all of us in the room but when we did this on the morning show one of the first ones that came up was blade runner and <sighs> you and i both chuck just do nothing but fall asleep when we it's try to gonna, watch that movie i do the same thing yeah so this yeah. whole room like i, I, was I tried watching it twice yeah i was talking to chuck the freak about it when we did this on the show because he loves that yeah. movie yeah and i tell him like i, I got and i keep trying because 
I know like nerdy people love that movie. It's like such a huge cult classic. And I just, I don't know what it is. Maybe it was just slightly before my time. Like if I was, you know, 10 years older, like if I was Chuck's age, maybe. Well, then again, Chuck, no. you're right in that age range. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't so work. I don't, I don't know. I right. don't know what it is. That movie just doesn't connect with me. But I still feel like I got to try it again. I'll, if I need a nap, I'll put it on. The original or the remake, whatever. Uh, I can't watch either one. I fall asleep. Either one. My my buddy Tim is a huge, uh, he loves Blade Runner. He's from uh, Bathroom in the Future, the mm-hmm. singer from Bathroom in the Future. And I've told this story on Nerd Radio before, but it was one of those movies that I'm like, this is this is a pillar of nerddom. This is a pill- mm-hmm. pillar of cinema. I need to know what this movie yeah. is about. And put it on and 10 minutes in fell asleep. And then tried about two or three weeks later and got... 10 minutes farther than I did the last time and <laughs> fell asleep. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? It frustrates me that I don't get into that movie because, like you said, it is a yeah. pillar of nerddom. Right. It absolutely is. I, and I'm not fighting that. It's true. Especially. But for some reason, I just cannot get into especially it. Especially if you're a nerd of a certain age. Yes. Uh, that age being older than you and about my age. Yeah. And, like, you need to have seen Blade Runner. You need to have seen Dune. Mm-hmm. You need to have seen you know, Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. And all the, no, that's a good one. And all these other movies, Princess yeah. Bride. I've seen a bunch of times. Yeah, I've seen that quite a few times. Too. That's all that, that came up on the Reddit yeah. feed as well. Yeah. Or the Ghostbusters movies. Oh, obviously. Ghostbusters. Yeah, one, it's two. A, it's I could a given. watch. You know what? Honestly, I could probably watch the remake with the women over again. Like I just enjoyed that because I felt like I was watching yeah. a, a movie version of the cartoon just yep. with gender swap. You know, um, a movie that's not on the list that I could watch rewatch anytime. Grandma's Boy. Okay. Okay. Which is uh, Would you say a stoner no- video game comedy. Yep. Yeah. Would you say that's your number one? I want to go around the room, and if you don't have an answer, that's fine. But do you have a number one? We Maybe it's even come up already. A number one rewatchable movie. And the way I gauge it is, if it's on, I lack the ability to turn it off. And I have to see it through to the end. Like Grandma's I, Boy would be mine. Grandma's Boy sure. is yours. I'll watch it anytime. If I'm like, you know what? I want to watch a movie. I will put that in and watch it. I don't know what it is about that movie. But I, I love it. I, I think it's so funny and it's so entertaining and I can watch it anytime. If I'm in a bad mood, put it on. I'm I don't know who, what the name of the actor is, the guy that, uh, with, the, with the monkey. Oh, one of the, one of the Adam Sandler crew guys. Yeah. yeah. I, I, could, I thought it was Tony Danza when I saw Grandma's Boy. He looks like Tony Danza. He looks Dan- like Tony Danza, so, yeah, like stoner so Tony Danza. I, know, yeah. I, don't, I, I don't know so, him from that movie, but I know the, him in, yeah. uh, I know him in like, uh, Big Daddy. And, yep. and, uh, He's one of the uh, gay lawyers in Big Daddy. Yep. 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 What about you, Chuck? Do you have a number one? Oh, it's got to be Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Like off the top of my head, yeah. It's got. It's, if, yeah. if I if I'm clicking through and Comedy Central's got Scott Pilgrim, in, well, I know what I'm doing for the next hour yeah. and a half. Yeah. I think mine might actually be Forrest Gump. Yeah. Wow. Because I saw that was in the Reddit thread. Dude, I cannot. Like I, I, I did not love, see that coming. I know. Like probably th- people think the Mash movie, but well, I figured you could say a White Christmas or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Old time classic. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I like. I think Forrest Gump may be like the movie that sucks me in the most. I love that movie so much. I feel like one of the one of the precepts of this too is it has to be a movie that doesn't feel like an investment like we mentioned yeah. the lord of the rings movies or some of the other movies like goodfellas where it's like oh man i don't know if i got I three hours for that absolutely and yeah. because there are absolutely movies like um the those cl- movies you listed to me feel like an investment right yeah. goodfellas i have to invest some time lord the, of the rings i have to invest some time the even cl- goodfellas like i watch goodfellas more than i watch lord of the rings but yeah even that one's like oh, it's kind of a long movie lord of the rings I wish they weren't so long because I love those movies. I think he did a great job. But, of course, being a nerd, I had to get the extended versions. Each movie is goddamn four hours long. Like, yeah. when do you have four hours? Right. And a lot of the Marvel movies fall under this purview of, like, yeah, if it's on, I'll, hell yeah, I'll watch yeah. it again. I'll watch the Captain America me, series. I'll watch. A lot of them are still an investment in time. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. But that's what I was going to say. The Clint Eastwood uh, Spaghetti Westerns. Yeah. Like, I love all three of them. The, the whole trilogy, Man with No Name trilogy. Yeah, Fistful uh, of Dollars for a few dollars more and Good, Bad, and the Ugly. They are an investment, man. Yeah. They're I've like, probably seen the Good, Bad, and the Ugly. You know, the other two. Yeah. Which is funny because if, if you saw either of the other two, you have seen that plot in something else. Oh, absolutely. Which is amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's much like when I, when I saw... Scarface for the first time, I was like, "Oh my god!" I didn't. I knew Grand Theft Auto ripped off this movie. I didn't realize how much like scene of this movie, for scene. Yeah, yeah that this, that, yeah. that game had ripped off, and it's the yeah. same thing. Like, like every mission was a plot point in the movie Scarface. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, the the main plot of both for a few dollars more and uh, a fistful of dollars is something. I was like, oh, "I've seen this. Yeah, I know how the. I mean, I don't know how this movie ends, but I, I I've seen this plot before. You predict yeah. it. 
<laughs> I can make an educated guess. Right. All right. Well, that's all I got for this week's Nerd Radio. Nice. So uh, it's been great to be back in the Checkpoint XP studios. Thank you, everybody, uh, on the Twitch stream that tuned in Wednesday at, uh, what, 1130, 12 o'clock. Yeah. Hopefully we can. <laughs> now that we've done this once, it'll be it'll go smoother next time yeah. uh, because we hadn't done it in about three months. But find us on social media. Uh, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, and we're on YouTube at Nerd Radio 101. You can find James with the Checkpoint XP, guys. Yeah. CheckpointXP.com for more information. You can find out if we're... Uh, Airing on a radio station near you. Uh, the nationally syndicated show is on uh, 60 stations in North America, Canada, yeah. and America. So uh, you can find out if we're airing on a station near you. Detroit listeners, you can hear us on Riff HD2 101.1. Right. And uh, Al was uh, letting us know that you can find us in on in Boston and in Florida now. That's right. And, of course, here in Detroit, WRF.com, Rock929Rocks.com in Boston, and 96KROCK in Fort Myers. Yeah, I just remembered as we were wrapping up, too, I wanted to give a shout-out to uh, my buddy Ricky, who had me on his podcast uh, last week, Spoiler Force Podcast. So, you know, it's not like uh, you, you have a, a shortage of Chuck Bean to listen to, but there's an episode of Spoiler Force. If you go on Facebook and find it, that uh, you can also hear me talking about comic books and stuff. You can hear you talk about music, too, on WRIF. What is that? Yeah. yeah Monday about, through Saturday? Uh, Monday, or Monday through, through Saturday, Sunday? 7 to midnight. <laughs> So <laughs> the last 20 minutes of this podcast brought to you by shameless plugs. Yes, yes well, hey, absolutely. We're trying to get more people to listen now. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys next week. Have yourself a, uh, a fun nerd week. Maybe new mutants will come out. Nope. Maybe. It won't. <laughs> Never going to see that goddamn movie. <laughs> uh, Chuck, there's a trailer for Never you. Never going to see this freaking movie. <laughs> All right. Stupid COVID. I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you nerds. Have a great weekend. See you later, nerds. The future's stupid, guys. I'm sorry, but it is. I have spoken. That's just the way it is. (laughs) Things are never going to change. I wish I had a piano right here so I could... That'd be sweet. (laughs) (laughs) That's just the way it is. No, 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 no. Things are never gonna change. Oh, Jay, Pepsi Man says, fuck you, Elbeck. Hey! Some things will just never change. What's up, Pepsi Man? That's just the way it is. You know what? Each and every one. I'm just kidding.